the chances right now, in my opinion, 50-50, they pull, they pull the trigger and they take these belts off, off Cody Rhodes. I, I just, I mean, shit. I would have rather have had John Cena in that in that spot. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> you think John Cena? I mean, it would have it would have made a it would have made a lot of money. They already made they already did that match though. They did that match. They did. But Cena's there with Austin Theory this year. But WWE 2K23 <laughs> is out. Cena is a cover star. I matter of fact, I got to play that shit tonight. And finally, got done downloading. Um, Cena is a, is a cover star. Mm-hmm. So Cena could have, that could have been Cena's story. Cena could have went into WrestleMania versus the tribal chief. That's if too much if juice, man. Get, if you ain't getting the rock, could have got Cena, man. That's too much juice. But now, that's, but, but that's now, too but, much but, juice. But now, but now we gotta, we gotta take this, this guy from the AEW and, and put him in the match and make it all about the, the dweeb. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know what I'm saying. That, that's that's what we're we're doing here. So I'm putting it out here right now that at WrestleMania, all right, I see the Tribal Chief continuing on with his fucking World Heavyweight Championship defenses. That's what I see happening. I see him retaining the championship. Mm. And with that being said, welcome to No Gimmicks. <laughs> to no gimmicks here on the dfpn i am black mac that is fabulous frankie d we are back in the building uh we have a we have an interview for this episode so stick around uh we will we will get into the interview before we get into the show let's shout out sponsors shout out to the plus earbuds and shout out to Fiverr. Join the Patreon. If you're listening to this audio, that means you are not on the Patreon. So go to www.patreon.com slash that film podcast. Little as $3 a month gets you access to all the podcasts. If you want to go a little bit higher, you get extra stuff. So like I said, if you're not uh, on Patreon, that means you're listening to this live. Get yourself to the Patreon. And we also have the Bandcamp new music dropping from all of your favorite Dotfilin artists. Go to datfilin.bandcamp.com. And we have a plethora of merch coming out. So go to Teespring. Search Dotfilin Podcast. www.teespring.com. Search for Dotfilin Podcast. Get you some good merch. We have a great new line that just dropped. The Dotfilin 50-year anniversary of hip-hop that shirt just dropped so uh go check that out now on to church business fabulous frankie d we did a cold open is cody rose the guy you say 
Come WrestleMania, the AEW guy will be losing. I say it's 50-50. And this this is just this is just based on the promo that he cut last night. Because before last night, I was 60-40. Roman Reigns was taking this title. He was gonna hold it for another year. Maybe we'd get the rock somewhere in between that. Maybe somewhere around SummerSlam. We still might, but we still might get a championless Roman Reigns going against a championless Rock for the title of Tribal Chief. That's my that's my opinion. Well, I'm I'm gonna sum it up for you like this, right? <laughs> so I look at this matchup here with the Tribal Chief versus the AEW guy, simply put like this. You it's like it's like Halloween ends, okay? Are we you know? really going there? Yeah, we, we're, we're, we, yeah, we're we're going there. <laughs> so it, it's it's kinda like Halloween ends. It's like when um we went to the movies and, and we saw Halloween ends and we expected to see this big finale between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, and then all of a sudden, uh, this Corey Cunningham gets inserted into the situation. Well, it's kind of like so bad. It's, it's, it's kind of like um, how people thought, and I'm a, once again, <laughs> WWE never advertised The Rock, but The Rock on the rumor of him being at the show wrestling the Tribal Chief sold all those tickets to WrestleMania, period. Nobody can deny that. So what I'm, getting at, what I'm getting at is is that you have Roman Reigns versus The Rock, mm-hmm. Michael Myers versus Laurie Strode, and all of a sudden here comes Corey Cunningham, Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole other different story now, and The Rock ain't even going to be there. That's kind of where we're at in this situation right here. Wow, and I that is a very that is a very fucked up way to put that. I'm, 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 <laughs> I, but but it's a real way to put it. Okay? That's true. It I is. I got nothing. I got nothing against Cody Rhodes. I've seen Cody Rhodes' progression as a as a wrestler from when he started tag teaming with Hardcore Holly. And then when he was tag teaming with Ted DiBiase Jr. and when they hooked up with Randy Jordan and they were the legacy. And then when he won his own, then he was Stardust and are you know dashing Cody Rhodes and all that shit. I, I the Bullet Club up until I, I've seen it all that he's done right. Mm-hmm. But I don't see him as this main eventer that's going to go into WrestleMania. I don't see that because the guy never even won the championship for the company that he helped create. So how I mean, all of a sudden how now, much is that is a knock on him though? It's it, it's a big knock because Why? He, booked, he because he booked himself into a bad situation <laughs> to where he says I will never challenge for the world heavyweight title. Cody I mean, Rhodes, sometimes you got to put your money where your mouth is. The bet Cody don't Rhodes, pan out. Cody Rhodes didn't do anything significant in AEW other than the feud with his brother. That's he got it. a lot of young talent over. He got the it was the feud with his brother and then the stuff he did with MJF. That's the only thing that I remember Cody ever doing because Cody wasn't there. 
at the time. He had a Cody few. He going, had a few with Anthony Agogo. We yeah, all remember no, that. We went nowhere with that it, lame ass. I'm it a, went nowhere. I, I have a dream speech. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got he got Sammy Guevara over. Uh, whatever. <laughs> what I'm getting at here is that the guy left the territory. Okay, whatever whatever reason he left, left the territory, came over to the whip. All right, and all of a sudden now. We're supposed to say, okay, this guy is the guy. But what have you done to prove that you're the guy? Other than going away for a few years, reestablishing yourself on the indies, creating this alternative brand. Now you're back in the WWE. What Dude, have that you is done? that is a monumental that achievement. That ain't shit. That is monumental. That ain't shit. You that don't think when Hulk you Hogan when Hulk Hogan wow. when Hulk Hogan jumped from the WWF, did Thunder in Paradise, and jumped into WCW, he was already, he had already been the man, already had been the WWF champion how many times? Yeah, but we're, we can't compare Cody Rhodes to Hulk Hogan. We're, we comparing, we're comparing it to what I'm saying. What have you done to be the man? Dude, the man a brought us a whole new organization. No, let me, let me let me let me jog your memory. Let me jog your memory. Let me jog your memory. Before Tony and his father brought us a whole yeah, but Cody Rose is 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 widely regarded as the catalyst for AEW. Widely regarded because of him and Dave Meltzer, AEW was funded on a tweet that he responded to Dave Meltzer with. Cody is listen. And I don't want to be I don't I don't want to be like this 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 mark for Cody Rhodes. But what I'm saying is, without Cody Rhodes, we would still be fucking complaining about the shitty writing that we're getting from WWE. Let's just be honest. No, because let's just be honest. Let's be honest. Because they were they uh, were if, comfortable. If people hadn't ran their fucking mouths about sexual shit that went on with Vince McMahon, <laughs> then there would never have been a regime This change. is This is later. This is later. Okay. But what I'm telling you is, what I'm telling you is, I mean, how the fuck we do you have an alternative? to begin with when motherfuckers do that shit all the time. Yeah, I know. Because Vince did it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, it's terrible. And use company money. But we digress. What I'm telling you is, we have an alternative because of Cody Rhodes. I would have took that a lot of money and did the same thing. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what I'm telling you is we have an alternative because of Cody Rhodes. There's an alternative. Now, we've gotten so comfortable in having an alternative that we're starting to shit on it again. And eventually, it's going to go the way of TNA if we don't shut the fuck up. So what I'm saying is... How is it going to go the way of TNA? Because, man, listen, people, people, and this is, this is history repeating itself. TNA was born, and it, it gave us a great product. The instant it wasn't so great, people started shitting on TNA, and then TNA... And why, was it, why wasn't it so great? What happened? Changes. Creative really? changes. Really? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. 
No, that's not what it was. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. It was it. What it was was what had, was it? You had personal issues going on there with certain people. Then you have oh. you have AJ Styles, who they wanted to cut his pay. AJ was the John Cena of TNA. He this was the guy. Okay. Yeah. You want to cut him? By the way. Um, when AJ came over to WWE uh, years ago, uh, he had already been the TNA champion, and I had already been the IWGP champion as well. So, okay, he was being groomed as the guy, and that was legitimately could be groomed as the guy because Cody was remember, too. But but Cody but Cody going to AEW because Cody was on the on the Indies collecting belts, and then he went to AEW. Let me ask you a question right now. <laughs> Did Cody Rhodes ever win the AEW World Heavyweight Championship? Why is that a why is that a huge Did he ever on? Did he ever win the AEW World Heavyweight title? No, he didn't. But why and is this how, a heel? Why is this a heel that you stand because. on? Why can't the man who laid the brickwork for AEW? He helped lay the brickwork. He doesn't doesn't have to to win the championship. I'm supposed to disregard people that I've been putting in work (laughs) at at WWE. I'm I'm to just disregard all the hard work. Did they found AEW? This is like Vince McMahon does not ever have to win the WWE championship. Why? Because he's fucking Vince McMahon. He didn't win. Anybody who helped lay the brickwork, Shane won. McMahon. Does the Shane McMahon have to win the uh, championship? Fuck no. Did win the WWE championship. He did, but this was a power move the years WWE later. Yeah, but they didn't have to. They didn't have to. You if see, they I'm, never I'm did, completely burying your shit, dude. No, if they never won the championship, I'm it's okay because they laid the shit. foundation. I'm burying Cody your Rhodes. Shit. Does not have to win the AEW championship to to be relevant in WWE. That it's makes no about, sense. It's not about being relevant, bro. I'm talking about does he deserve to be the main event of Mania? No, he does not. You weren't even there half the fucking year. You were out. You come back. <laughs> asses in seats say otherwise. You, come, you win the rumble. What asses in seats? What are you talking about? Cody Rhodes. It, the man moves merch. A oh, moves merch. B. B. So he's moving more. Kids merch. love Cody. He's Rose. moving more merch than Roman Reigns. Not at this point. No, he's moving, he, he's moving more. He's, merch. he's catching up. He's moving more merch than the Bloodline. No, but he's is he catching moving up. More, is he moving more merch than a fucking NWO? No, but he's catching up. Cody Rhodes. I am. Cody Rhodes is on the fast I, track. I, Cody Rhodes is on the John Cena highway when it comes to merchandise. Look, I want you to know this. I'm not gonna sit up here and and, and act like this is like a, a burial of Cody Rhodes. It's not. I'm pointing out the fact that there are other people there that are more deserving of the spot. To be so, all right, let's get one Jay Uso. In particular, one person in particular who's busted his fucking ass, reinvented himself. I'm talking about Seth Rollins. Question. 
Besides Seth Rollins' music, how else do you connect with him? He's a good fucking. He's a he's a good wrestler. He's the the architect. He's been putting in work. He 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 was putting in work while they were down there playing with the the billionaire. He's putting in work. This is true. Lately, since all right, let's go since Cody Rhodes has been back. How that was over his main fucking feud was with Cody Rhodes. I know. Right. So once again, what the fuck has Cody Rhodes done? He beat the man who put in all that fucking work. Okay. <laughs> That's how he got there. The man worked his ass off and got his ass beat by Cody Rhodes. That's why Cody Rhodes is in the spotlight. Okay. Any other questions? No, I just can't wait for um, I, I just can't wait for Cody to, to to beat Roman, and then we have to hear the <laughs> promos every week about how he did it for the dream. <laughs> Again, I'm not I'm not totally convinced that they're going to pull that. I, I don't think they'll pull that trigger. I really don't. But I'm more inclined to say they will than they they won't. So. So, you think that the build-up for WrestleMania so far is on par? You you think that it's on par with everything that they've done, like, let's say, like, last year's Mania, which you attended, by the way. Mm -hmm. You think that this this is on par? I think for what what they were able to do Mm -hmm. with Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, I I think they did it better than they did last year. Meanwhile, you do remember last year that Stone Cold Steve Austin was on that show. Yes. And where is the big superstar that's on the show this year? Well, you still don't know if you still don't know. You may get Stone Cold again this year. Uh, I've been reading he is not interested. They mm. have made him. They've made him many offers, and he is not interested. Mm. So I don't know about that one. Well, that was the case last year, too. What's that? They made him offers last year. No, they made offers last year, and he agreed to wrestle Kevin Owens. We already knew that was happening. Yeah, but they they want him to wrestle L.A. Knight this year. He has no interest in that. Yeah, that's true. They wanted him to wrestle Roman. Yeah, no there's a bunch of there's a bunch of there's a bunch of shit. And again, if I were to go back to Royal Royal Rumble and what I thought was gonna happen after Royal Rumble, I would have told you the buildup was fire. They they started fire, and I was I was excited for Mania because I thought I was gonna get I thought I was going to get maybe Cody Roman, which after the Roman, after the rumble, we knew we weren't going to get rock Roman. We knew that. We said that in the building. We knew we weren't going to get that. So I, at, at the minimum, I knew we were going to get Cody Roman. I thought we were going to get Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Um, now it looks like we're going to get 
Brock Lesnar and Omos, and I didn't really care too much about what they did last night. Uh, I saw Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's all Brock Lesnar. Brock, he doesn't care about that shit. <laughs> no, no, that's no, he, he that's what he. Care. No, that's the that's the match he requested. Is what I'm getting at. He that's did. He, he requested that. Yes. He requested to work with Omas. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, he requested that. That's he was not he looking enthused about that shit. He did not. He he did not want they they wanted him to wrestle. Bray, Bray Wyatt. He did, not want to, he did not want to work with Bray Wyatt. He wanted to work with Omas. Huh. Kudos to him, but he does not look interested in that shit. Oh, uh, I I think the fact that he's showing up proves otherwise. Yeah, the fact that he's showing up is is huge. But huh. that's, that's 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 pretty much all him. That's what he wants to do because it's basically huh. it's he's never he hasn't wrestled anybody that size in a while since probably the Big Show. Yeah. So you you can expect to see a ring collapse or some shit at Mania if they do something. Probably an F five to make the ring break. Right. So that's this huh. is all him. Now with Bobby Lashley, now that they're saying that Bray Wyatt might be out indefinitely due to an undisclosed injury and could be off the Mania card, period. Now you have Bobby Lashley in limbo. What's Bobby Lashley gonna do now? Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I was going to get to. You have no, you have no AJ Styles in the card this year. Yeah, you know. So that's another. That's that's why I'm saying like this. This WrestleMania, I'm I'm looking past this WrestleMania and looking towards the WrestleMania next year, because which this, we this, we this need to try to go. We need to try to go to Philly. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. I ain't, I ain't no no Fresh Prince Bel Air. You know, we need saying? to go to Philly. But my, we, need my, to, we need to build this podcast where we can hit a WrestleCon and go to Philly. Well, we'll see about it's 40, that. It's 40 years of WrestleMania. We got to go. Yeah, we'll see about that. We got to go. I'm manifesting this shit. Frank Dean will get his ass on a plane and go to fucking Philadelphia, and we will have a good time for WrestleMania 40. We shall see, and we will we will be hosting on WrestleCon. We, we shall see. The, we will get the graphics and everything. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do that. Well, hey, at least on this podcast, I don't have to in the lie and say I got some kind of health issue to to gain fucking you know listeners. <laughs> like, Certain podcasts out there, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not naming any names. <laughs> for, for a motherfucker to have uh, some kind of issue going on, you look healthy as a motherfucker. But that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh shit! Don't forget, uh, we got Misty Marks coming on the podcast uh, after this segment. So uh, let's get into it, man. So we put up a bracket in. The No Gimmicks Podcast fan group. This bracket has caused quite a fucking stir. Well, well, hold on. The re-established, rebranded No yes. Podcast group. Remember, the group had been archived yes. for a while. Yes. And then all of a sudden, why not? I see that you activated the group. <laughs> and, uh, 
you reactivated. You said, "Oh, you know, we're sorry." I ain't sorry for shit. I was because I missed everybody. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front. I missed it, and then the fact that I couldn't talk about the Rumble experience. Yeah, uh, I felt the way. I'm not. Well, gonna, I'm not. I, I'm not gonna hold shit. I look. That's all good. I ain't apologize for nothing. That's you, you, you want to. I ain't apologize for anything. You ain't got to apologize. We put, a lot, we put a lot into that group. We did. But but now everybody's involved. So that's exactly what we want. So it's all it's all cool. So but I ain't apologize yeah. for shit. <laughs> no, it's it's been it's been good um since we since we rebranded it and yeah. Uh we Introduce more stuff to it. This bracket being one of them, um, and we got quite a bit of hits off of it. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, real quick, real quick. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm noticing something in your background there. Is that a, a Uncle Howdy? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this like, mask has been here since the Rumble. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yes. It's a- you, you got that. You got a mask for that fucking botch. Yes, I did. That, that I got it before. Now, keep in mind, I got it before the botch. I didn't. I didn't know the botch was happening. Nice. <laughs> the mask. The mask was already secured and bought, and then the botch happened, and now I just got a mask. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's I, I feel you can't get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> it's there, so. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, but yeah, <laughs> you you created a a bracket. You know, we're in March, so it's kind of like a March Madness kind of thing situation. Yep. You created a, a bracket, and this bracket caused so much <laughs> controversy. It did so much. <laughs> it did intrigue, so much talk amongst the fandom of no gimmicks, and we're still talking about it. So we're going to talk about it right now and break it down, if you will, in public. Yeah, let's let's break this bracket down. Now I'm gonna bring it up. Uh I'm gonna have to move it around while we uh while we look at it, but so this is the bracket. Uh this is wrestling's goat. Now the criteria <laughs> the criteria of this I I really just I really just went on a whim, right? And I wanted to go off impact. Um, impact, popularity, and what else did I have? Uh, championships, I think, was part of it too. Except for except for Roddy Piper, like there were cases where people didn't win the big one, but the impact was big enough to where I put them on the list. Um. Because they did, they did mean something to the game. So, um, yeah, I ended up putting them on there. People like Scott Hall. Scott Hall never won the big championship, but it's fucking Scott Hall. Rest in peace. Today's the actual uh, one year anniversary of his passing. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. But yeah, people like him, I had to put him on there um, because his impact is huge. Like without Scott Hall, a lot of your favorite stars that are actually on this fucking list. Uh, probably, probably don't have as long as a career with the height of the popularity that they had. So Scott Hall's impact was monumental, but 
so the Mount Rushmore that I ended up coming up with, and I broke this down in the seeds. So uh, number one was Hulk Hogan. Number two, Ric Flair. Number three, Bruno San Martino. Number, uh, I'm sorry, number three was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number four was Bruno San Martino. Um, and people immediately hitting me up like, why the fuck is Bruno San Martino at number four? And you have Rock at number five. Well, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, Bruno San Martino probably needed to be higher than Ric Flair for the length of time that he held the championship belt. So, I agree. That he, he, he should have been up. He I should mean, have. He, he probably, probably should have been number two. Yeah, he probably should have been number two. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of, because of, and I knew, I knew dealing with wrestling fans, like a lot of, a lot of the people that hit me up about this list weren't in the age range of like a Bruno San Martino or a Harley race. And they weren't around for those days and, and to see the impact, but wrestling fans know. <laughs> wrestling wrestling fans know. So let's start with Hulk Hogan versus Mick Foley. Mick Foley won. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hulk Hogan won that. I voted for Mick Foley. Hulk Hogan won that one. Dusty Rhodes versus AJ Styles. Dusty Rhodes handedly beat him. Uh, right now, we're still tied. Andre the Giant versus Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson. So, how do we want to? How do we want to break this tie? We can break the tie by I. I can go by simply one saying one thing that'll break that tie. I'm going for Andre. I'm going for Andre as well. And, All right, and let I, me I, I, Yeah, I was going to just say <laughs> that there's only one thing that needs to be said. And that is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant on yep. the main event. That that big ass rating they pulled for the WWF Championship still stands to this day. Yes, that's all you need to know. Yep. All right. So Andre the Giant takes that one. Uh, Undertaker Roman Reigns. Uh, Undertaker washed him. This yeah. is a washing. Yeah. So was Bruno. So I wasn't expecting this one to be a wash because of the the, the current currency of fans, but goddamn Bruno San Martino beat the shit out of Kenny Omega. In I, I, I voted for Bruno. <laughs> I did too. I did too. He beat the shit out of him. He beat Eddie Guerrero. Yep. Eddie Guerrero beats out Triple H. Of course. Sting. I, I didn't like this one, but he washed Kevin Nash. Uh, the Rock Washed Ricky Steamboat. I wasn't really, Ooh. I wasn't really a oh. fan of that one. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that's the end of that side of the bracket, and we move on to the to the other side. So Ric Flair beats out Roddy Piper handily. Kurt Angle. I wasn't expecting this one either. I was expecting this one to be a close one. Kurt Angle washes Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. Kurt was a better athlete. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Shawn Michaels beat out Rey Mysterio. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I voted, I, 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 voted for, I voted for Rey. I voted for Rey Mysterio. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
I'm no, well, hold on, let me go back. Macho Man, Booker T. Macho Man washed Booker T. Hell yeah. <laughs> washed him. What up, Mach? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin washed Harley Race. Yeah, and that, and, and I'm going to tell you something about that right quick. So, because even, even the wife says, who's Harley Race? And I said, mm. Harley Race was seven-time NWA world champion. He basically made Ric Flair. Yes. All right. They were the yes. main event of the first Starcade. Yep. Uh, he's a, a household name for, for the NWA and the Crockett's. Um, he came to the WWF for a little short, a little short run. He was King Harvey Race. He was managed by Bobby Heenan, and then he would later go back to WCW, and he was the manager for Lex Luger when Luger turned heel, and he was most notably the manager for Big Van Vader. Yep. And then yep. he, you know, trained some people as well in the business. So yep. I was surprised, but it's just, it's just people don't. They don't know how the age, the age yeah, difference that's what it comes down to. Yep. So they, you know, and then you're up against a mega superstar that transcended the business of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's just there yeah. in the competition. Yeah. Which there's a lot of Harley racing Stone Cold too. So all oh, Stone Cold will tell you probably tell you Harley races better than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's my shocker. Here is my shocker of, of the bracket. Right now, Randy Orton versus Bret Hart. Bret Hart washed Randy Orton. Absolutely. I, I wasn't expecting that. that. I, I, I was expecting it. You have a, a Bret Hart, the excellence of execution, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. All right. The guy, I mean, he did it all in the business. Bret, Bret went out there. When Bret went out there and wrestled a match, I don't care what match it is, doesn't matter if it was when he was a part of the Hart Foundation or when he was singles. Bret went out there and he made the shit look real. <laughs> you, he, you would watch a Bret Hart match. You would think Bret Hart's in there whooping his dude's ass for real. For real, yeah. You know what I'm saying? His, his, his movements were so fucking his, fluid. Yeah, his stuff looked so, so good. Yeah. Best match I ever saw him, man. And honestly, the guy he was wrestling was actually hurt. But they still went out and pulled it off. SummerSlam 91, Intercontinental Championship, Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. yes. Yes. That match was phenomenal. Followed by, followed by, Bret versus Davey Boy, SummerSlam 92, Wembley it, Stadium. Yeah, I was about to say, is that Wembley? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, can't, that... I can't ever fault. And, and, you know, Bret Hart having a bad match unless it later later years when he went to WCW, he just wasn't motivated anymore. But yeah. it wasn't his fault. It was the actual people he was working with. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I put. But, I, yeah, I voted for Bret. Hell yeah, Bret. Hell Bret yeah, Hart. me too. He yeah. washed Randy Orton too. Yeah. But, 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 but I like Orton. Yeah, me too. I, I like Orton. I and think this, this Orton this is Fluid. He Orton is fluid. Everything yep. he does it looks crisp. And His clean. facial expressions. Yeah, he got it. So I, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's just, I, it's just you know, it's it's just the nostalgia in me because I'm I'm a, I grew up with Bret Hart. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. so. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Bret. Yeah, me too. I went with Bret, and this one was the one that caused a lot of uh, this one. Everybody in the group was like, "Come on, man! First round, 
these two? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This 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 bracket ain't ain't no joke. This is a no gimmick bracket. You you pick it. So yeah, man, it was it was it was good. Um, here's my here's my other shocker. You ready for this? Go ahead. Chris Jericho versus Scott Hall. Who you think won? Probably Jericho. Scott Hall. Oh, Scott Hall won. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I voted for I voted for the bad guy. <laughs> so yeah. did I. Scott Hall won. Uh, and then John Cena washed Goldberg. But uh, you'll I, I hear. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I gotta say something about this so real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I'm not discrediting discrediting Chris Jericho at all, but there was nobody cooler in the <laughs> that you wanted to be like. It, it, you wanted to be like Razor Ramon. Uh, yes. You know what I mean. You wanted to be like Scott Hall. You talk about the NWO. Scott Hall was the coolest dude in the NWO. You know what I mean? Him and Nash together. But Scott on his own. Just, the dude just had it. The guy would get in the ring and do the cha-cha, right? And would look at the camera and say, I'm the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Personal, Personal problems aside, personal issues aside, Scott Hall was the man. Uh, yes, man. sir. Scott, Scott Hall was another one. Scott Hall had the best right hand in the biz that I that I've seen. This, this I told you last man. podcast about how I felt about him versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Yeah. Now moving on to the the second one here, John Cena Goldberg. I think people seem to forget <laughs> just how. Massively over Goldberg, Goldberg was, you know what I mean? Goldberg, Goldberg was the man at one point in the business. It was a short run for WCW, but Goldberg was up there with Austin as far as popularity goes. It's true. It, it's I true. mean, he was moving merch. Goldberg was the golden goose that was laying all the golden eggs mm-hmm. at WCW. Until they killed the streak, you know what I'm saying. So, I just I think with John Cena and Goldberg, I think with with Cena, just Cena had a longer career. We saw Cena come in. Cena was the prototype, you know. Then he went on to you know the Doctor Thugonomics and all that shit that he that he did. Yeah, but people just seem to forget the impact that Goldberg had in the business. Goldberg wasn't a fly by night type of situation. No. Goldberg was was the man. You know what I mean? What's funny is I had this exact same conversation with Misty Marks, which you guys will hear it. (laughs) You'll hear it. You'll hear it. But she said the same thing. Like, people people forget, like, Goldberg was... Goldberg was that guy at one point. And I was like, yeah, Goldberg would literally... Like people forget Goldberg would smash his head up against a locker, give himself a concussion, then come out there and end that bitch in two minutes and then go right back, go right back to the locker room. You know what I mean? Like the shit was insane. Cause you'd be like, man, this motherfucker, he damn near knocked himself out 
came out here, speared somebody, jackhammer, going right back to the back. He was legitimately the man. This guy mm-hmm. would go out there and do his thing on Monday Nitro. He would have a like a, maybe a two or three minute squash match, and the people were still chanting for this guy when they came back from the break. All right? Yeah, there was true. no phenomenon in the business like like Goldberg. And true, you saw that kind of in, in WWE a little bit when he, in, in his first run, but they just they just didn't see him in that in that, and it was around the same time of the Reign of Terror for Triple H, so. People seem to. I, I I think a lot of Goldberg's history kind of gets, kind of gets looked looked over. You know, it, it just kind of gets late, especially his, with his later years. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's what people say. Like maybe Goldberg stayed around too long. But how can you say that when Ric Flair just had his last match? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the bracket. If you guys want to um, get in on it. Make sure you go to the No Gimmicks Podcast fan group. The second round will start this Thursday. And it should be it should be more intense on round two because everybody got their feelings out of the way on round one. And then it's the reset of the feelings of everybody that went through on round one. So there is no break in this bracket to where you're like, my guy's going to win. Your guy is going to go up against somebody else just as strong. So... I created this bracket with the intent that <laughs> it don't end up in the rock versus stone cold. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> good luck. Right, let's dive right into this interview with Misty Marks. Me and her had a sit down earlier. This was a great conversation, man. I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy it. So let's just dive right into it. Myself, Misty Marks right here on no gimmicks podcast. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. And we got a special guest in the building with us today. Uh, I like to I like to call this a new thing that I'm doing uh before they blow up because if you keep your <laughs> if you keep your eye on the talent, uh you notice certain people with a work ethic and with a certain quality. Uh, and they stand out. So I, I, I did a lot of scouring, and it led me to this person. I'll let her introduce herself, and then we'll dive right into this interview. So, ma'am, please introduce yourself to the people of No Gimmicks. Hello, people of No Gimmicks. It's your girl, Misty Majestic Three Belts Marks on the podcast. What's up? Three belts. Now... Where are those three belts from, ma'am? So this nice little purple one here is from Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, the first ever women's champion to hold this title. Historic, historic. Yes, yes. This one here is from um, Amazing Pro Wrestling up in Laredo, Texas. This one here is from Vixen's Wrestling Revolution, and I am the third woman to hold this title. So you speak dominance is what I'm getting. This is, this All day, is, every day. All right. This I is, speak greatness. This is greatness <laughs> that, that we have on the podcast. This is wonderful to have. So I want to I wanna dive into who you are. Um, how did you fall in love with wrestling? Um, I fell in love with wrestling when I was about, I think, nine or ten years old. 
my mom used to watch it a lot. And with her, she would always scare me. Like she would watch <laughs> it, but I wasn't really into it like she was. And she would always, like every time somebody got hit or body slammed, she would go, bam. And it would scare <laughs> the crap out of me. So at first I did not like wrestling, but I remember this distinctive moment where we went somewhere on a Thursday night. Um, I think this one, SmackDown was on Thursdays, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, SmackDown and, was on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, we went somewhere and I was like, mama, you got to record it. You got to record it. She was like, I'm going to record it. She recorded it for me. And when I got home, I remember it was a segment with The Rock and Stone Cold and it was going off. And I was like, mama, we missed the last two minutes. Like I was freaking out. And she was like, it's not that serious. I said, yes, it is. I got to have something to talk about with my friends tomorrow. So I think at that moment, I knew like I was in love with wrestling. As a fan, you knew as you were fan. as a fan. Yes. You were you were fully immersed in it. So was Stone Cold and The Rock, was that your like your favorite feud or was that the one that pulled you in? Because at that time, if you're talking Stone Cold and The Rock, man, everybody was feuding. So right. was that, was was that your favorite? That drew me in. I was most interested in that one. But the whole era with the Brothers of Domination, that that what got me. The rock, mm. I mean not the rock, uh, Undertaker and Kane. Them as a tag team, I remember when I watched the first casket match, like, that is what, like, kept me watching it. But the Rock and Stone Cold, they was beefing at the time. Yeah, that's that's the hook right there. I think for a lot of, for a lot of people, I'm not going to say our age, because you're probably younger than me, which you, <laughs> at least you look it. So, like, a lot of people, a lot of people in that age range, um, that's the feud for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I could see that. I could see that because me and a lot of my friends, we would we would do the wrestling moves. And did you were you doing that too? Were you wrestling? Me and my you? cousins, absolutely. <laughs> we'll go to grandma's house on the weekend, and I'll be like, "Y'all saw y'all saw wrestling at SmackDown? Y'all saw Bam Bam? We we wrestling in the bed? That was us. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, being that you got into it. Uh, what was the moment as a wrestler where you were like, okay, this is my life. I can, I can do this. Ooh, so that's a good question. So let me back up. So the way I got into it, like I said, I watched it from that day I was nine year old. I, I don't believe I ever missed an episode. I probably missed a couple pay-per-views at the time. My mom would not pay for them, but <laughs> <laughs> I never really missed a SmackDown. I never missed a Raw. I never really missed any of those things. Um, so once I got older, it just stayed with me. And if it was in town, if it had a show, I was there. Mm -hmm. And so um, an ex that I was dating at the time was like, why don't you try it? And I was like, you can't try that. You have to like get picked for that. So one day, uh, it was around my birthday, I seen that Booker T had a, um, what is it called? Tryout. A, well, not really a tryout, a, a wrestling camp. He had a camp oh, okay. for like one okay. day, and it was for like six hours. And I was like, you know what? Let me try it. So my 26th birthday, I bought my ticket. I remember that Sunday. It was on a Sunday. I kept talking about it, talking about it, getting on my significant other at the time's <laughs> nerve. And then once I got there, like, I still have footage of me being there in the midst of everything and just saying, Whew, that was a lot, but that was fun. I kept mm. saying that. That was a lot, but that was fun. And then I remember uh, Ryan Davidson 
over there at Reality of Wrestling gave me my first body slam. And for me, that was it. The body slam was the it. The body slam was that was <laughs> it. I was like, oh, that hurt. But I was like, that wasn't too bad. Like, that was fun. So it wasn't, I've, I've heard stories. I've never done it. Um, I've taken a couple of bumps, but I've never done a like a camp or anything. First mm-hmm. of all, first and foremost, I commend you. On, on this lifestyle because I took a bump and I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Like, I, I love swear, it. That's how I do with a lot of people. <laughs> They'll take that first bump and they're like, no, I'm good. I'm going to stay a fan. Yeah, I commend you. I commend you. You have all of my respect because that is that is that is hard to do and then it's do hard. it repetitively. Repet like constantly over on and purpose. over and over. Yeah, over on purpose, over and over. That is a that is a really hard lifestyle. You you start a reality of wrestling, which mm-hmm. Booker T is a is a really good look. Um who did you model yourself after? Or was it just something like, you know what, I'm just gonna pick up the pieces and learn as I go, and this is gonna be my style? Or did you see a wrestler like I want to be like this person. Let me model my style after this person. So once I got my feet wet and started having matches, the main go-to girl was Alicia Fox. Oh, that's she a good, was that's my a good girl. model. I remember voting for her in the time in the era where they was looking for the diva search. I just remember her just sticking out to me. Mm-hmm. And seeing a, a black wrestler at that time on the caliber that she was on just made me cling to her even more. So once I got my feet wet and got into wrestling, Alicia Fox. Oh, that's very interesting because she's a worker. She is. She is a. She is a worker. She's a worker, baby. Yeah, and then every she's one of those. I study it. I don't do it, but I study it. Like every move that she does, and I can see that in you too. Every move that she does has a uh, has a purpose. Like there's no wasted movements at her. all. Yeah, that's a good model to have. That is a very I love good model her. To have. That is that is my girl. Shout but out I, to Alicia so, Fox. Yeah, shout out to Alicia. I love her. I I swear I mention her in like every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as I as I'm growing as a wrestler, being under Jazz and Rodney Mack right now, my skill set is starting to mimic Jazz. Mm. Like the things that Jazz did is you know with intent. It's it's with a purpose. Yeah, and she makes you believe that she's that bitch. I don't know if I can cuss, but she's that no, no, bitch. no. You can cuss. You can cuss. It's fine. So as I get developed in my career and just I'm I'm, I'm starting to see jazz in myself. Jazz and Alicia Fox, I think, is a great mixture of two black jazz alone that I a, idol. Yeah, jazz alone is. I, I'll say this too. Jazz had one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. <laughs> that's high regard that's high regard i say this and people are like it gets overlooked so much because it followed in everybody's mind the greatest wrestlemania match ever yeah, but it's right. one of the best matches wrestlemania matches i've ever seen man she's oh she's an icon she's a freaking <laughs> i love that woman she has given me so much in my career thus far i believe she's one of the main reasons why i have three titles right now like you can't say misty marks without putting jazz's name on it that's awesome that's awesome and hell of a torch bearer so i i hope you take that torch and burn the burn the city down with it man, i really do I, you know, I feel like I feel like she gave me the torch when shoot, I won this. 
in 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 her dojo. This is from Dog Pound Championship Wrestling. So I want it in her house, in her honor. Very, very proud of myself and what I've accomplished thus far. Without her, I would not be Misty Marks. Awesome. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 noticed that you have the hardware. Um, mm -hmm. How does how is that feeling knowing that you can be tapped, especially by a legend like Jazz? Like you can be tapped to essentially carry a division or potentially a promotion. How is that feeling? I I take all three of these companies with me. Like I feel like with me being this, I have to go a step further. I have to do a step more. I have to be on my game. I have to train more. I have to have the mindset of a champion. Right. I have to have a mindset of, I'm that bitch. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, I, I look at Charlotte Flair, and she's one of the goats of this business at this time. And mm -hmm. I think about the things that she does and how she carries herself. And I'm like, you know what? I want to I want to mimic that. I want to be the best representation of each one of these companies. I want to be the best Misty Marks that this company has ever seen, even though they have seen me before I won these championships. But taking that next step forward and wanting to be a role model for other girls as they come up behind me. And if you take this title off me, that company sees something in you. So I want you to carry it even higher than I would. I want you to ah. You I know, like I want you to take it step <laughs> up. So when I whip your ass to get it back, take it from me. I'm gonna go step above you. Like that's how I feel. It's 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 a great feeling though to be trusted. You know, to hold these hardware. You know, hold these championships. That means yeah. something to me, and it and it means something to the company that they trust me with these. That that's a that's a great answer actually, and I like the fact that you're like, I want you to be the best. Put them over so when you beat their asses, it means something. It means. I like it. Come I like on it. now. I am. I am. I am rapidly. You're. I'm rapidly becoming your number one fan. Oh know. yay! Well, you want to, you want to fight my mama and my brother? <laughs> for it, but you, you, if you're willing to take that bump, that's on you. Uh, nah, they got it. <laughs> they got it. You to probably talk to. Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> all right so uh you have a big match coming up with uh dream girl ellie yes at mission oh. pro wrestling mm -hmm. um how do you see yourself winning this match <sighs> so i've been watching film on ellie and she just seems like a hard-hitting mf'er like she's gonna give me all i got in that ring I don't know how I'm going to win it. I'm still strategizing. I got a little more time to get what I'm going to do together. Just know it's not going to be taken lightly. This is not going to be an easy win for me. This is going to be something that I'm going to have to, like I said, boss up and, you know, put pedal to the metal and really figure out how to beat this woman because she is really good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I've been watching film on her too. Uh, this looks like this is going to be a slobber knocker. Um, I actually Ooh. have this pegged as uh, my match of the night for okay. for Edge of Glory, which, by the way, uh, Edge of Glory, Mission Pro Wrestling, April 22nd, Edge of Glory, Mission Pro Wrestling, Dream Girl Ellie versus Misty Marks. 
Another uh, freaking outsider. Jesus. But no gimmicks like that match so well. We sponsored it. So oh, we like the matchup. I didn't even know that. <laughs> so we sponsored that match. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we're we are looking forward to that. We know you're going to come out victorious. Uh, we know you're going to look dominant in the process. We are pulling for you. So last question. Uh, how does the rest of 2023 look for the majestic Misty, Mar- Misty Marks? Hopefully, you know, um, by this weekend, I'll be at Squared Circle Pro in Lubbock, Texas, wrestling Gypsy Mac for the first ever women's championship well i'll be the if i win well let me when, when you win. win come on yeah, now. let's let's when speak I this win, into existence i will be the first ever black champion at that promotion as a woman so whenever gypsy mac if you listening when i beat you on the 25th with not this weekend but next weekend at square circle pro at jake's back room Misty Four Belts is going to be ringing in the ears of the world, and I can't wait. We okay, can't so what was your, I, I had to get that out there, because <laughs> it's been a no, lot no. of smoke between me and her for like no. the last four or five months. Get it out. So Misty Four, I'm going to, look, I ain't going to have nowhere to put no titles. Like, <laughs> my arms are full, my waist is locked, like, I'm going to have to put a headband on or something. Hey. So, Gypsy Mag, just know. March 25th, I'm coming for you. But back to your question. 2023, there's a lot going on for Misty Marks. Like, I am booked like crazy. Sometimes I'm doing two matches a day at two different promotions. It's just, I'm I'm overwhelmed. Like, I would have never thought this where I would be, you know, after stepping in the ring. I've been wrestling for almost two years, like physically wrestling for two years. Been in the Mm -hmm. business before. Um... And 2023 is my year. Like, it's March, baby, and I'm three belts in. What have you done this year? So mm. I might go into April, and I'm four belts in. You know, Miss, let's get a belt every month. You know, let's, let's do it. Let's stack them up. <laughs> let's let's do get that. A, get a, a grocery cart and just hang them on there and push it down the street whenever I go somewhere. <laughs> but I'm going to have all the titles with me, and we're going to be rocking and rolling, baby. But... I'm just, I'm, it, it's, it, you might it, need some security. I, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. You might, down. you might need you some security with all that hardware, all that gold might tempt the people to come, come you take know, it. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm I heard saying, the, I, it's tempting. I'm yeah, it is. It is. You, you <laughs> might need some security, all that, all that gold around. Yeah, but, um, I don't know, 20, like, I manifested 2023 last year. I said, I'm going to give it all that I got. And since it started, that's all I've been doing, giving all that I got, putting in five times the work because I'm a woman in this business, because we have to work harder. And being the fact that I'm a black woman in this business, I have to work three times as hard. Three times as hard. Three times. So we, didn't even, we didn't even go over that. How is that with with you being a black woman in the industry, like knowing, knowing that you can be, you can be the top person and you're a mm-hmm. black woman in the industry. Like saying that you have three belts is, is an accomplishment, but saying Absolutely. that you're a black woman that has three belts from three different companies is one hell of an accomplishment. Absolutely. So 
that's my fault because I didn't think to give you those flowers. I it's apologize, okay. but I got to give you those flowers. Yeah, that that is that is insane. Smell good. It smelled wonderful. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> that I, is insane. I remember um, I was at training one day and we were going over something that I wasn't familiar with. And, you know, one of my friends, Beano Blue, shout out Beano Blue, City Boys, <laughs> tag chimes at those hell. Um, I was like, Blue, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he was like, you is the most <laughs> decorated black woman out here on the indie. You, you're decorated and you're black. Get up here and do this. And I was like, I was like, you're right. I am the most decorated woman out here. I do owe three titles. And it made me, I was like, you know what? You're right. Let me get out of my comfort zone. Let me get out of my head. Let me just do it. And once, I don't know if I needed that or to he, needed to hear that out loud from someone else. Affirmation. I, I, I was able to accomplish what I needed to do that day. It was, it was like a, a eye opener for me. And to have my coach Jazz standing there, she was like, damn, Misty, you is. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, like, wow. Like, I never saw myself in that light until he said it. So now whenever I say something, I'm like, I'm the most decorated woman out here. My bad. I'm the most decorated black woman out here. On the Hell team. yeah. There's Talk no other shit. woman out there right now that has three titles from three different promotions in three different Talk cities in shit. Texas. In three Texas. Three different cities in Texas. Yep. Nobody. So I'm very proud and I'm very humbled on how far, you know, Jazz has taken me. If it wasn't for her giving me my first match, like, I have no idea where I'll be right now. I have no idea. Hey, that's God right there. That's God. Because Somebody working with me. Yeah. You know. you, you, and you've earned the right to talk your shit. So talk your shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um... <laughs> Let's get let's get into uh so I came up with something. Okay. Pick one. Now this uh -oh. first one. Uh-oh. I heard you're an anime fan. I doubt so, an anime, yes. All right. <laughs> so, um have you heard of Attack on Titan? Yes, I have not seen it yet. It's on my list to watch. It's so much out there. Come on, give me a break. It's so much. It's only the best one ever but really I'll, I'll, I'll give you a uh yes okay now i Which definitely I, have to watch because i love naruto now see i was gonna ask you attack on titan or demon slayer but demon slayer i seen demon slayer that's a good show yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> demon slayer is good like i binge watched that show in like one day i could not turn it off that show is good my wife hates anime and she watched it that means that Come lets on. you know how how good. That's how you know it's good. Stop playing with her. So <laughs> <laughs> how you know it's good. Come on. <laughs> All right, face or heel? Heel. Oh, why? You get to control so much. Mm. You're in control. You have more. You have more of a of a role to play. I like I like looking at that kid and saying you suck. <laughs> I love that feeling, and they like we don't like. I don't care if you don't. I don't give a. I don't care. Like I love. <laughs> oh my god, the 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 crying in their faces is. Oh, it's addicting. Really? Oh it's, man! Oh. <laughs> but then afterwards, they come and hug me, so it's like. Oh. <laughs> you were quick with that one too. You know, I love making these kids cry. Love it. 
It's the best <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um Japan or Mexico, if you could go to either one. Japan. Oh. Why Japan? Japan. Cause uh with Mexico, I mean that's up the street. If I wanted to go, I can go walk. You know, Japan. I feel like I'm being invited there. They want to see me there and I can learn so much mm. and I can dabble in the culture a little bit too. So it's like a two for two, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mansion or cabin? Mm. If I had to choose, oh, I don't want to mention, I don't want a cabin either. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the point. Like you don't want either one of those. I don't really. want either one. But if I had to pick, I'll go mansion. Okay. All right. And finally, um, so I sent you a bracket. Did you get it? No, you didn't. Oh my goodness. Hold on. All right. So I'm gonna bring up this bracket. Okay. Yeah, show me. And since it'll be your first time seeing it. Okay. Um, we'll just go. And we'll I'm just very go good eye at checking my emails. I feel so bad. <laughs> we'll just go eye test for this one. All right. So on this bracket, mm -hmm. we're doing in no gimmicks, by the way. It is to determine the greatest of all time in the men's category. And we're doing it on wrestlers. So let me uh, see if I can zoom this in. Yeah, make that a little bit bigger. Oh, now why you do me like that? <laughs> okay, right. let's see. So we have for the number one seed, so the, the Mount Rushmore, according to No Gimmicks, is Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Bruno San Martino, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those, okay. those are, those are, that's the Mount Rushmore. I'm not mad at that, Brett. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. Here's, here's where we go awry. All right. So as you go down this list, it gets harder. I see. I, I don't even <laughs> want to play. Oh, why you do that one? Okay. Yeah. See, it gets, it gets worse. So, oh, uh, we have Bruno San Martino versus Kenny Omega. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Mick Foley, Ric Flair versus Roddy Piper. Wow, um, that's crazy. Triple <laughs> H versus Eddie Guerrero. Like, how? Yes. Like, this has caused a, a number of headaches in the group. Sting versus Kevin Nash. Like, what? Yes. Um, yeah, no. it's. Wow. It's the bracket of horror. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels versus Rey Mysterio. T versus Macho Man. What are you like? What are you doing to people? Yes, I don't play. I'm happy I didn't get it. <laughs> I don't want to play. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So by the time this comes out, we'll be in our second round. So I can tell you who's going on right now. So preliminary, we have Hulk Hogan, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Andre the Giant and Brian Danielson are actually tied, so we're gonna have to I believe out. you. That's hard. <laughs> uh, The Undertaker washed Roman Reigns, Bruno San Martino washed Kenny Omega, uh, Eddie Guerrero's advancing, Sting of washed course. Kevin Nash, okay, The Rock. I think The Rock beat Ricky Steamboat. Ricky, how Rock, you know what? That's a hard one. I can't, that, that is a hard one. 
Rick Rick Flair washed Roddy Piper. Of course. Brock Lesnar got washed by Kurt Angle. What? No yes. way. I would have picked Kurt over Brock any day. <laughs> uh, here's one. Rey Mysterio beat Shawn Michaels. Okay, I can see that. But, ooh, ooh, that's hard. That's a hard that's one. hard one. Um, Macho Man beat Booker T handedly. I, I wouldn't be able to vote on that one. That one hard. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold washed Harley Race. This one is the one that caused the most problems. Bret Hart versus oh. Randy, Randy Orton. Everybody was like, why is this the first round? Like, right? Like, why? <laughs> They're both so good. But I ain't gonna lie. I am a stickler for Randy Orton. Yes. Like, if I could mimic his career and Alicia Fox wrestling, mm. I'm good. Mm. Yeah, that's, good. yeah. That's a legacy right That's, there. Man, come on now. That's a legacy. Um, Scott Hall. Ooh, I think Scott Hall's Hall. actually winning this one. Yeah, I, I would go with Goldberg over John Cena any day. Uh, John Cena watched Goldberg, that according is, that to is the group. That is absolutely <laughs> sad. Because to me, when, you think, when I think about wrestling, I think about everything. Yes. Not just the, not just the wrestling, but the gimmick, the promos. The interacting with fans, like John Cena over Goldberg, nah, nah, nah. nah but John a lot Goldberg. of a lot of people, a lot of people now weren't weren't hip to what Goldberg was when he came. Man, like he was, a lot of people don't was, understand. He was Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns is Roman yeah. Reigns. What are you talking about? A lot of people don't understand what Goldberg was when he came. Man, out. that man was iconic. Like, stop playing with him. Like, please stop playing with Goldberg. This <laughs> man smashed his head into a locker and then what? went jackhammer somebody. Like, people don't understand that. I try to tell people this. Like, this man literally gave himself a concussion and then just went out multiple times <laughs> and just went out like it was nothing. <laughs> But you know what? I think that that stems from a lot of people not knowing old wrestling. Because yeah. like, I grew up on it. Like, I grew up on it. A lot of people, they didn't grow up on it. They started watching it when John Cena, when John Cena started. Not right. when Goldberg was right. defeating everybody, but when John Cena started. When The Rock kind of got into his groove and he wasn't, um, I can't think of the first gimmick he had, but when he got rid of that and became The Rock, people didn't see that. Right, yes, they, Rocky Maivia turning into the Rock. Him, Rocky Maivia, yeah, yeah, turned into him, baby. Yeah, oh so yeah, it's. Ooh, I'm happy I didn't get that bracket. Oh, my phone must have knew. <laughs> it was like, don't worry about it. We got you. We gonna block we got all you. that. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but send it to me. I will vote. I will vote. I will play along. Okay. I'll I will. I will vote. send it to you. I will send yes. it to you. Yes. <laughs> Well, ma'am, um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on today. It really has. Thank you. You're <laughs> one really of the has. first people to have gotten me on with author of my title. So you're very, I think, I think you're the first podcast I've done with all three titles. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We made so history. Yay. Again. Look at me. Just making history <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, you are a friend of the podcast. Anytime you want to come on, just let us know. You're, you're more than welcome. So it's it's that. pleasure having you. It's a pleasure having you. Um, tell the people where they can find you. And if you want to shout out anybody, okay. please shout them out. Ooh, shouting out people. Okay. First and foremost, if y'all want to find your girl, Misty Marks, 
I got a new Facebook page. My old one got hacked. Go, please follow the new page. You can tell it's new because I ain't got no followers, okay? <laughs> so it's Misty, M-Y-S-T-I-I, because I'm twice as good as you. Marks with an S, the majestic one. Yeah, that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I want to shout out my boo. Hey, boo, how you doing? I love you. My mommy and, you know, all my fans that supported me, you know, thus far. Just know, y'all support didn't go unwashed, baby, because look, 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 look what y'all done did. Look, y'all done helped your girl. So keep supporting me. Keep, uh, keep going. And I love you guys. Never stop believing in your dreams because I didn't. Amen. Amen. All right. Well. With that being said, thank you for coming on the No Gimmicks. And again, anytime you want to come on, just let us know. You have that door is always open. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, that's it, man. Any 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 parting shots? Conan is going to induct Rey Mysterio into the Hall of Fame. That'd be cool to to see that. Um, haven't seen Conan on 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 WWE. TV since he was like Max Moon, I, yeah. I, and I don't even think it made television when he was Max Moon. No, it, it didn't. Made, it made like the house shows. So technically, I mean, shit. Going back, he he hasn't done anything on this level since WCW. So to see him to see him come back, well, you know, he's been in AEW, but on on the grand scheme of things, to actually go to the WWE to be a part of something like this, it's a very big deal. Yeah, it is. It and is. Hear, you know, hear Conan come out there and put over Ray and and everything. And I mean, who who better than to induct him? And there's also rumors right now that Ray Flair is going to be the one to induct the Great Buddha into the um, uh, Hall of Fame as well. Hey, well, that's funny because Ric Flair is uh, he's going to be on the bump on Wednesday, and he's uh, going to. Announce the next inductee. It's gonna be Keiji Muto. That's who. That's the reason I announced. Mm. Yeah, that'd be awesome if he did. And there's also a rumor that Mick Foley got contacted to induct someone right into the Hall of Fame as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing else on that front. But yeah, nothing else on that front. Also, uh, real quick, the Bella Twins are out. Um, they are Garcia twins, the Garcia twins now, which, uh, their stocks are going to go way down. Um, they are no longer affiliated with the WWE. Um, the two sides mutually agreed to part ways, which basically means WWE doesn't see any value in you anymore. So that's pretty much what I get from that. Mm, I'm glad, I'm glad they, 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 they got have. their, yeah, I'm glad they got, I'm glad they got their, their due. They knew what it was. They they yeah. knew what it was on the on the thirtieth anniversary show when they when they got basically screwed over. Yeah. They, they knew what it was. They they knew what it was. That's that's what I'm saying. Like they WWE saw the value. I'm not disrespecting them or anything like that or, or, or burying them. They just it just is what it is. They knew their they knew their value. Their WWE does not doesn't see any value in them. You have a whole roster full of fucking females there. Why do you need the Bella Twins? Especially yeah. when you got Lita there, you got Trish Stratus back, you got them out there with Becky versus Damage Control, and hopefully after this, they split Damage Control up because Bailey needs to be on. They need own. to. They need to. Yeah, that is no. Yeah. Those girls have no chemistry together at all. 
they just I don't know. And, and it yeah, just, it's a it's a failed experiment that they need to just let it go. It's a failed experiment, just like majority all the people that Triple H has hired back are failed experiments. Not moving, not moving the needle. I wouldn't say all. Really? I wouldn't say all. Now, really? Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, I, I really do think fans are on some hate shit with Bronson Reed. Because hmm. Bronson Reed works his ass off. Like, and he gets no reaction. I think they, I think that's some real hater shit. Isn't that funny that he got the same reaction when he was there the first time before Vince said he didn't say anything in him? Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's wild, right? But the guy works his ass off, though. It's wild to me. Yeah, I get that. But maybe if they would have did some vignettes to reintroduce him and just said him coming out there and helping The Miz. Well, that didn't help. That didn't help either. But a majority majority of the guys that have come back, like, they've just come back. It It wasn't like... Hey, let's put you in something. Well, a couple of them has something meaningful. But they've come they've come back and they just haven't they've delivered in the ring. Yeah. Are they delivering outside on on the promos and yeah? I get that. Because Dexter Loomis is another one to where I'm like, he works phenomenal in the ring. He had a match Monday night, and I'm like, damn. Dexter, Dexter, he has a really wide skill set that I really like. I really like what he does in the ring. I really did. But outside of it, like, I haven't seen him in a promo. He's been mostly quiet since he's been back. Like, that's not working. Like, maybe he needs a manager, but you had him paired with Johnny Gorgano, who just came back, and that really didn't work. Johnny Gorgano's back in NXT, no and I'm one, like... No one cares about Gargano. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it it didn't work. And a, a lot of these guys were just thrown back in there. Like, they had something meaningful, but it didn't really hit. And then now they're just in limbo. There's one guy that came back, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And really... Even Bray, man. Bray came back in this like it fell flat. Vince was all I can say is Vince was right. Yes, yeah, it's, it's wild. And it's like I mean people people, people like, I wanna like you. Like it's like I wanna like you. But 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 for some reason people act like Vince McMahon doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. The man didn't get to where he is by not knowing what the hell he's doing. How much of that though? Is is just that because Vince fired him, Triple H brought him back. How much of that is like, all right, we know you're here because Triple H brought you back. Yay, you got your job back, but I don't know. I think if you were trying to, if you were trying to show up, Vince, and say, I can do something with these guys that you couldn't do, because here's the thing: that audience that was down there at NXT that saw the Garganos and the Dexter Lumises and the Candice LeRae's. They're, they're not, not the there. audience that you that watch your main shows. They yeah. don't give a shit about these people. And that's just what it And that, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. Like a lot of these guys. But it's they're weird. Not- it's weird to me because the knock on the NXT guys used to be they come up from NXT and 
like Vince didn't do anything with him. But that's when people that that's when when we actually cared right about NXT. Right. Well, yeah, that too. The, the and now, golden, now the golden days of we NXT don't really care gone. about NXT like we used to. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. That's what it is. That's what it is. But other than that, I ain't got nothing else to say other than control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered, and that's it. Final thoughts. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, we, got, we got the run-ins happening every day after the uh, – the wrestling show so five ten minutes set go check it out special thank you to misty marks for coming in and joining the no gimmicks podcast she is now a friend of the podcast uh we are also sponsoring her match with um dream girl ellie for mission pro wrestling so make sure you guys go and check out that event no gimmicks will be sponsoring that match so uh shout out to her shout out to mission pro wrestling shout out to dog pound championship wrestling shout out to amazing pro wrestling uh for allowing your champion to grace our platform uh really really great interview really do thank you for giving us your time and i got nothing else so for myself bread like a king made us kelvin kaylee for Frank D. Thank you guys for joining us on episode 35 of the No Gimmicks podcast here on the DFPN. Come back next time. Peace.